Welcome to the Big Dog Crypto Podcast. This is your number one crypto podcast to hear directly from the movers and shakers, innovators and disruptors in the cryptocurrency industry. Follow on Twitter for updates and to communicate directly at Wolf Big Dog. That's at Wolf Big D-A-W-G. Now, now, here is your host, the one and only Big Dog Crypto. And welcome to another episode of the Big Dog Crypto Podcast. I am your host, Big Dog Crypto, Aaron and Tristan from Moon Mortgage. Guys, it is nice to talk to y'all again. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing great. It's awesome to be here with you again. 100%. Yeah, I know. And I was saying last time I saw you, but we were talking at uh, at the conference and get a chance to talk now. now. Now, you guys are in Amsterdam for Bitcoin Amsterdam, correct? We are. Oh, yeah. Wish us luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I told I told someone the other day, like I went there a few years ago and I walked out, right? And I'm sitting there and I get on my phone and the, the bicycles, the bicycles, like anywhere in the world, I have never seen as many bikes. And evidently in the canals there, there's over a million bikes plus <laughs> in the actual canals. So I don't know they'll ever get them out, but uh, <laughs> they got a lot. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about it. Moon Mortgage. Uh, Y'all have been making a lot of waves, been making news, been seeing you different places. It's been cool. Uh, Since we last talked, uh, let me ask you, what do you have going on right now? Well, the biggest update on our end is we're launching our trade and borrow product. So this is a collateralized lending product uh, with no rehypothecation. So it's completely different from how every other product in the space worked before this. So users deposit assets. They stay hosted at Anchorage Digital. They don't get lent out. And then the really innovative feature uh, we've built is that we actually give users the ability to trade those assets posted as collateral. So now when you deposit your Bitcoin or ETH with us and take out a loan, you can actually trade the entire value of that Bitcoin and ETH. So for example, if you think going into a, you know, a bull run, you keep it all in Bitcoin or ETH. Uh, but if you think we're going to you know, see a month or two of a pullback, maybe you move that into cash. So give you the ability to hedge your own risk there. Or you could... Switch into another crypto like Ethereum in that example, and uh, right. eventually be able to roll out more assets as well once regulatory guidance is a little bit more clear. So let me ask you a question though, because I, I think somebody that would go to to borrow and, and to utilize that would think, and, and this is, I guess, to what extent you can or can't say. I mean, obviously, business being business, right? There's always ways things work, but you're saying the whole amount. So if somebody borrows in Bitcoin's at forty, and they borrow it. I mean, if because this is to me, this is why somebody like borrowing is going to ask these questions, at least to themselves, going to say, well, look, they're happy to get the 40 when it drops to 20, you know, over the course of the term. How does that affect you or, or what are your plans or as much as you can you know, disclose like from a business? How do you how do you handle that? Yeah, so it, it's really pretty simple. Uh, let me walk you through a straightforward example. All right. Say uh, you deposit one hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin. We'll lend you 40% loan to value mm-hmm. against that. That means we'll lend okay. you $40 against your 100. Right. You can trade the full $100 worth of value there. Okay. You underwrite against the portfolio value instead of a mm-hmm. specific asset though. Okay. So if that total portfolio value drops by 50%, so from mm-hmm. $100 to $50, it gets liquidated. And then um, you know we have a slippage buffer there in case there's a lot of market movement or mm-hmm. anything else. And also on paid interest. interest. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's really it's really pretty straightforward. So when we also but give out can... loan, you know, mm-hmm. that will get paid mm-hmm. out in stable coins, which they could withdraw mm-hmm. off platform. Right. So that's essentially why the collateralization ratio ends up where it okay. is. 
because okay. once you take off the platform, we can't, you know, obviously sure. do anything sure. about that. Okay. So that basically is good for the borrower. And then for you, that's a way for you guys to handle it. That it makes sense on your end. Um, so let me ask you this, when it comes down to regulations, look, we all know that regulations uh, worldwide are trying to adopt to figure out, you know, the United States has been interesting to say the least to watch the SEC and, and, and frankly has had some losses lately, right? In the courts. Yes. Um, but for your company, I mean, how do you do that with the regulatory ambiguous this i don't have to say right because let's be honest i don't care who you are crypto and what, yeah. what industry you have to pay attention to it what do you like what are a couple of key factors that you look at every day when you check the regulatory environment sure i mean lucky for us you know we've had a regulatory first approach since we've created this company aaron and i have been involved in the space for a while personally watching and kind of appreciating it and we've seen many companies kind of blow up by uh not really participating in risk management and also uh know the regulatory and compliance uh efforts that are quite important but in the terms of our specific business you know we're regulated on a state-by-state -state entity just given our lending licenses mortgage licenses and then eventually mtls for other uh state activities and essentially since we're mostly just using crypto as a form of collateral you know we don't have our own token we're not doing anything that's uh and also we created a business model without rehypothecation, which is one of the other things that's kind of a sticking point for a lot of the other crypto lenders. That's why most of them, if not all of them, have exited the US because that's the primary business model they used prior. And so we we're now starting to actually reap the rewards of regulation. We've always actually been a champion of it due to the fact that our model does work better in a regulated market. Right. Yeah. So we're actually very excited in the direction globally and domestically where everything's going. Yeah, I mean, and that's a fact. The fact is when people hear things like that, I mean, a lot of companies have left the U.S. Now, I would like to say the audience, too. A lot of companies want to come back to the U.S., and I think at some point, hey, look, maybe I'm a bit optimistic. I do think we'll get regulatory clarity that will enable innovation to come back to the states, and I want to see that happen. Um, but there's no doubt that we are a worldwide community uh, without any question. So that leads me to asking you, many, many countries, do you have like, or can you say, hey, these are... Because look, I would say we always want we want everybody, right? We want everybody to participate. But any company has to look at it and say, okay, these are kind of two or three of the areas that we want everywhere, right? But we really are trying to, to you know what I mean? Like we kind of want these to kind of hopefully come in and, and do more. Are there a few countries or regions that you're really focusing on or you'd like to welcome to the fold, like especially? Well, you know, I <laughs> There's a lot of different ways to answer that. And, yeah. and we definitely have a, a global ambition. But sure. I will say in the U.S. alone, there's over $45 billion worth of assets locked up between all of the sure. big lenders. It's a huge market to tackle. And we are in a unique position to really be the only lender and you know able to tackle that market right now. I have no doubt other folks will come into play and they'll probably try to copy our business model because it, you know, it works. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean... Yeah, but we certainly you know, system broad as I'm well. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying. I know. I'm, I'm just, you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I just, I think, and just as audience knows, like we're we're from from Amsterdam here to uh, to the states, so sometimes a little lag. But no, I, I you just said about copying a business model. I, one of the things that always surprised me in this space and any, but particularly in crypto, is much. Oh my gosh, you're doing something. Someone's going to do it too. It's like okay. If you're a restaurant, you go into any city in the world, you don't have one restaurant. You got 10, 20, 50, 1,000, right? So, you know, success begets success. Um, next year, in the next 12 months, what are your goals? I always like to know with any company, right? 
what are you looking at? Because we're what fourth quarter, 2023. If I'm mm-hmm. asking you, Hey guys, next year, and let's even go end of 2025. What are a couple of goals that you'd like to see your company achieve? I mean, definitely global expansion would be something on the bucket list, mm-hmm. especially on a uh, longer time horizon. Yeah, that's given on a few different constraints. You know, our main right. constraint is always just financial, just given since yeah. there's rehypothecation in the business, we really rely on third parties for credit right. to actually, you know, facilitate the lending. So that's not right. necessarily always the easiest thing to scale right, right. away. Um, right. And then in the terms of global expansion, also, like even in the US, it's taken us over a year plus to get some of the mm-hmm. lending licenses and other ducks in a row that we have. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be the same type of thing anywhere else, most mm-hmm. likely globally. So it's kind of a many year, multi year effort just to kind of get outside of the US. But as Aaron was saying before, you know, it could take us an extremely long amount of time even just mm-hmm. to saturate the US market completely. Right. Yeah, that said, I will say we both had a swarm of people around us after the panels. Like this, these products are yeah. desperately needed yeah. and wanted by yeah. right now. So we're we're very excited to tackle the European market. Well, I mean, the U.S. is so big, as you know, like you said, in European. It's funny because I, I always ask my guests, I always like ask, like, where do you want to travel to? I say, oh, my bucket list is this. So people say that all the time. Like, hey, this is on my list. Um, I'll ask you this, though, as a kind of a final question, personal. Uh, I'll start with Aaron. Um, what country do you want to go to that you haven't been to yet? Oh, oh, that's a good question. I mean, I uh, I don't know if it's kosher to say this, but like, I hear northern Russia has really good snowboarding. So maybe- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it does. It's cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. No, well, you're um, the first person to ever say on any podcast, I, I get you back to all kinds of countries, and I've never had anyone say northern Russia. I mean, bundle up, brother, bundle up. That's um, right. Tristan, so, <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Uh, I think I would like to go to Norway. Never been. Okay. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. I mean, look, I, like, there's so many places to go. It's, it's, it's kind of a hard question, right? Because we want to go all over. Um, but no, but I do believe it. Like, you know, crypto is global. We want everybody. So, uh, but I, I'm always interested because every company, right, targets certain areas. Like, I want this, I want this. And, and I oh. think ultimately, right, we're all going towards the goal to where, Every single country is participating. Regulations are relaxed as much as they can be, and we can all be here. So, um, guys, I know y'all are busy. Y'all are at Bitcoin Amsterdam. I uh, wish I was there. I'm jealous. I, I wish I could have been. Hopefully, we'll run into you again in person in another conference. I enjoyed that. Uh, please tell the audience where do they find you on social media. They want to connect with each one of you. How do they do it? Yeah, super easy. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at MoonMortgage.io and learn more about the company on MoonMortgage.io. Okay. Gotcha. Well, guys, look, I appreciate it. Enjoy the time. And like I said, I love Amsterdam, which is also too. Amsterdam has become a very crypto friendly city. Um, I've got yeah, three people yeah. I work with last week. Yeah, that are there like the Netherlands and Amsterdam. They love crypto. They're embracing it. And it's a great place to be right now. So, guys, thanks for being here. I appreciate you being here. Thanks. Thanks for your time. Thank Bye-bye. you. You've been listening to the Big Dog Crypto Podcast. Follow on Twitter at Woof Big Dog. Woof Big D-A-W-G. And run faster than the competition. Woof, woof.